Confidence is a frequency and energy. Confidence is the freedom to be yourself. And this freedom is available to you when you feel safe in your body and your emotions. When you feel safe to be you. No masks, no hiding, no shrinking, no playing small. What if you spent less time thinking about the things you want and more time feeling worthy of them? What if you spent less time trying to change your body and more time trusting it? What if you were on the same team as your body and knew exactly how to nurture yourself moment to moment? What if your emotions led you to freedom rather than controlled you? This is where we're going together in our program, 12 Weeks to Confidence. We invite you to join us. Starting on the 29th of April, you will receive live coaching from Josephine and myself Facebook group for support and support from us throughout this journey. We've got an early bird rate happening until the 31st of March 2024, where you can save 400 US dollars to join us on 12 Weeks to Confidence. If you're interested in joining us on this lived transformation, email the word confidence to Josephine or Fiona. Our emails are in the show notes of this episode. And we'll send you all the information, including an opportunity to have a short free call with one of us to answer all your questions. We can't wait to see you there. We often think of well-being as one-dimensional. What if we look at it from a different perspective? The possibilities are endless. All you have to do is step outside the square. Let's walk this walk together and hold on tight for the ride. My name is Fiona. I'm a corporate wellness facilitator, body image and eating psychology coach, and a lover of joyful experiences. And I'm Josephine, a dietitian, somatic release therapist, and a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist. Welcome Welcome to Outside Outside the Square. Welcome back. We too, we're here again. We are back. Welcome back, everyone. How's your week been? Atrocious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like my body responded to the supermoon in um, a strong way. I had a gastro bug and, and back at work for the first day today, having let go of a lot <laughs> in the last five days. So I'm very pleased to be back. Illness has a way of doing that to us, doesn't it? There's, there's lots of lessons, I think, in, in that yeah, there was some emotional purging for sure. I was really excited. I wanted to share with you what happened. As you saw, I went and did your uh, ginger foot bath and I did it on the super moon day as well. So it was like I aligned it all, you know, as much as I could. And it was really, really interesting because I got up early to do it before I went into my office. And I realized when I went to put my feet in the water that it wasn't as hot as I had thought it was going to be but the ginger really made it feel warm Mm. even though the actual water temperature was not like boiling hot I still felt a warmth and then I dried my feet off and I put my shoes and socks on and it, it really was just a little like radiating warmth in my feet 
And it was really cold. I walk about 15 minutes up from where I park my car into my office and my fingers were freezing. Like it was, and my nose was cold. Everything was cold, but the whole walk up, my feet felt so warm. And the rest of the day, whenever I checked in with myself, I was like, am I too cold? Am I too hot? I just immediately felt warm from my feet. It was I was not expecting to feel it for the rest of the day in that in that way. Mm. Well, it lasted all day. It was wonderful. Yeah, it has a way of drawing up to your core, doesn't it? Little witch trick. <laughs> yeah, I was I was absolutely surprised. And for the, any of you listening, if you have no idea what we're talking about, go back and listen to episode one, where Josephine tells us uh, a little bit about her one of her rituals and and why she does it. So yeah, it was a great, great little experience. I do got to try it. Well done. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that's really valuable that we both do in terms of our coaching as well, is that we walk the talk, you know, we're never going to ask you to do something that we haven't done ourselves. So trying each other's techniques, I think is going to be a bit of a theme throughout this, uh, this season. Absolutely. Keeps it real too, because no journey is linear. You know, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. So I'd never, ever tell someone to do something strictly. There's no black and white in this world. It is all grey. And, yeah, that allows us to be real humans who can actually succeed. And, yeah, there's the magic there. Love it. So this week we are talking all about well-being overwhelm and when we shared that on our Instagram page we had quite a bit of a response from people who related with that so much that sense of trying to do too many things for myself at the same time or close together or feeling like there's so much information out there and needing to simplify it or understand how to do some simple things to kind of bring us out of well-being overwhelm. And I think it's going to be a really valuable conversation today. We've got lots to share with you about how you how you know whether you're in well-being overwhelm and, and a couple of simple techniques that you can uh, implement at any time to help you to sort of come back and move out of that overwhelm or that sort of stress response. So I would love to get your take first off, Josephine, around well-being overwhelm. Mm, yeah, overwhelm is one of those things that we tend to pick up when we're already there. <laughs> it's really hard to see the warning signs. Like overwhelm is the complete meltdown. So once you're there, you know it. Like, bugger, I'm here, you know. But there is there, there will be patterns coming into it, and it's different for everyone. For some people they might feel really frustrated. So if you're trying to rewind back, look for signs of yourself starting to get frustrated. So you've tried one approach, you've tried someone's advice, you've tried working with someone, you've tried something off your, on your own accord and you're getting more and more frustrated. Um, at some point, you're going to hit overwhelm with that if it's not working for you. For other people, it might be bitterness. This is my one. So I will try lots of things, like heaps of things. I'm busy, busy, busy. And then I hit the point each time getting a little bit more bitter. Like, why hasn't this changed yet? Like, I'm, I'm really bitter at the world for not making progress. 
And then for other people, it can be like numbness and hopelessness and depression even. And that there's like, what's the point? I've tried and nothing has changed. They, they tend to be the three emotions that I see coming to clients when I first see them as well. So yeah, if you resonate with any of those patterns, that's really helpful to remember so that you can just see that creeping up on you and be aware of that maybe before you hit the overwhelm point. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that uh, what are those early warning signs in yourself? It's sort of that, and we talked a little bit about it last week around understanding or noticing your own patterns and understanding how that manifests for you. So whether it is that bitterness or whether it is that frustration, we had someone who shared through Instagram last week that sense of I'm doing nothing. I feel guilty because I know I should be doing more. So how do we let that sit as well? So it can it can manifest very differently for, for different people. So it's important to be able to recognize that for yourself. Ideally, a little bit early, as you say, when you first start feeling frustrated or when maybe you first start feeling a little bit guilty or whatever that feeling is to not ignore it. Because I think we quite often justify those things away. Oh, there's something else going on or, oh, there's, you know, Mm -hmm. other reasons rather than paying attention to it. Yeah. And I think by the time you're feeling guilt, everyone in overwhelm is going to start to feel guilt because you actually can't go any further you have to stop and with that often comes the guilt of yeah not trying harder or failing in some way it's yeah guilt is super common I'm glad you brought that up or one of the listeners brought that up I always love the sense of connection that happens when I start thinking about something and it appears. And this morning, actually, I saw a post on my Instagram that said, if you're resting, but you're guilting or shaming yourself for not being productive the whole time, that's not actually rest. And that could be why you're so tired, because you are sitting there going, I should be doing something else, where that time that you're sitting there, if you gave yourself permission to sit there and take it as the rest, you might find that that gives you more energy rather than draining that energy. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, it popped up just this morning and I thought that's just perfect for today's episode because how many of us do that? We, we, We have busy lives, we have so much on and, you know, when we think about our well-being, there's often those things that we feel like other things that we should be doing in that space. There's so much information about how to help your well-being. We think that we have to go and do a a high intensity exercise class or go out and do some yoga or make sure we go on the diet or whatever it might be when actually sometimes it's just those moments of quiet that can be the most powerful for our Yeah, and we feel so personally responsible to be on the ball all the time. But as much as I could control that gastro bug, you know, that's as much as you can control a lot of hereditary health patterns that people are in overwhelm about. Like it's it's often not a personal decision or or any of your personal decisions that have led you here. It's a pattern 
that you have to heal in your lifetime or even heal for the generations that have been before. So there's a lot to sit and think about if you can rest and yeah, accept where you are deeply without blaming yourself. And that's not always easy to do. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I think the first step is to really go deep on whatever you're feeling. So if you are in the frustration, anger, let yourself be frustrated and angry. Like stop trying and just let yourself be that until it passes and you feel some rest. So actually sit down, close your eyes and feel that for a couple of minutes and acknowledge and honour that, that this is where you are. That's always the first step for me. I think that's such an important step as well because we often think about that future. What should I be doing? Where should I be at? What's going on in that space rather than that acknowledgement of what am I feeling right now? Mm, yeah. Can I just sit with that? And is that okay? And the answer is yes, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real common misconception in the well-being space isn't it that if I set some intentions for the dream life I want that that's going to get me there but actually there's a whole lot of stuff you have to feel and transmute and move through first and often it's useful to do that before you come to the intentions which could just frustrate you in my case make me more bitter because I can see the gap right so yeah it's it's a delicate space to be in so um yeah Absolutely. There's that sense of, of being able to, to find that balance. So it's great to have an idea or an intention of where we want to be. Sometimes the stumbling block or certainly one of my stumbling blocks is that I immediately go to a very, very high bar of what I want to achieve. So the intention is sort of going from naught to 100. So it's not taking just a little step it's taking a really big leap. And then when I can't take that leap, I feel like I've failed. And then I get into that, well, what's even the point of trying? Because it never works. So rather than saying, I'm going to exercise for an hour every day as my intention, it could be, can I move mindfully for five minutes this week even? And it's hard to change that frame of mind thinking that that's still progress, I think, sometimes. But when you're then able to, to do that, it builds success because you've actually achieved it rather than always feeling like you're setting a goal and, or, or an intention and not getting there. So how can we break that down back to that one step? What am I feeling right now? How can I tune into that? And how can that help me to take that next step? Or how can that help show me what that next small step needs to look like? Yeah. And each time you surrender to that, there's so much power because you're detaching from the, the time frame of when it needs to all magically be better, right? You're just moving through the journey, following the breadcrumbs, and it starts to evolve on its own. And yes, it's so funny because... I had a healing recently and the reading said you're too attached to the time frame and I was thinking like no I'm not I have zero time frame for this I just need it to get better and then 
few days later, I sort of reflected. I was like, oh my gosh, it's no time frame because I want it instantly. Like, <laughs> I didn't even allow a time frame. I was just like, now, feel me. <laughs> I'm over this. So, yeah, even if you don't feel like you have a time frame, just reflect and think, are you an overwhelm because you want this so urgently that you are forcing yourself to get better now when actually your body isn't going to do that when you're under pressure? It's making it harder to do that. And we need to sort of sink and relax into this unknown of how or when it's all going to come into place because everyone's journey is so unique with some health conditions. Absolutely. I think that time frame thing is such a valuable lesson because I think you're right. It's, yep, I'm cash. I don't have a time frame where actually <laughs> the time frame is I want it yesterday. Like, no, I don't have a time frame because it should already have happened. Yeah, because I'm so bitter. Here it is again. I'm so bitter that I'm still dealing with this. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I've done that lots. <laughs> I think you're not the only one no yeah I, I see it in a lot of clients as well and it's bringing awareness that's what this podcast is here for to just bring awareness that if that's you if there's so much urgency that you want to get better you're probably hindering your progress and it's okay to just collapse in a heap and feel useless or bitter or depressed or angry or whatever it is about your situation and actually that's a really valid first step because once you can do that you're starting to acknowledge your nervous system and where you're at and come back to a grounded place for yourself to move from which is yeah we've actually got a exercise to teach you all today really beautiful simple breathing exercise that Fiona's going to take us through to help us ground ourselves when we're feeling this overwhelm. So yeah, I don't know if you're ready to go through that, Fiona. I think so. So some of you may have heard of box breathing or what's also known as four square breathing. And it's a really simple breathing technique that you can use at any time to help bring your body out of a fight or flight mode and back into a calmer, more grounded space. And it is something that doesn't need to take a lot of time. It is something that can actually help you connect with other areas of your life. I remember one of the first times I was learning this technique, I was in a meditation class and we were going through the technique and I was really struggling with it and I realized that the way that our breath cycles, so when we breathe in, we hold, we uh, exhale and then we hold again. I was really struggling to hold at the end of the pattern and I realized that that was exactly what I did with food. When food came into my house, I could buy it, it could sit there as soon as it was open, I ate it all. And then I struggled to wait till I had to go to the shops and buy more again. And then I realized that I had the same pattern in my relationship with money. So when I got paid, I was able to sort of hold it and then I would spend too much and then be sort of limping along till payday came at the other end. And I had this realization when I was learning this technique 
that as I was struggling to hold the breath at the end, I didn't trust that the cycle would start again and that I would be able to breathe in again. So what I did is that I didn't work on my relationship with food. I didn't work on money. I worked on the breathing technique and let that flow throughout into those other areas. So the idea of this technique is to help calm you, but it also has opportunity for a lot of lessons as well for what's going on for you. So if you notice that cycle happening elsewhere in your life, this is a really great technique to practice to trust that things will actually come through again for you. Mm. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realise it had been that powerful for you. It's been a really powerful technique and so I'm really excited to share it. So the way that you do four square breathing is that we breathe in for a count of four, we hold that breath for a count of four, we exhale over a count of four and then we hold again for a count of four. If you are someone who likes visualising, you can visualise drawing the four uh, sides of a square as you do this. So uh, as you inhale, hold, exhale and hold. If you're not so much into visualisation, you can just count along in your head and, and follow the pattern. So find yourself sitting comfortably, find a little comfortable position where you can sit whether you're cross-legged, whether you're on a chair with your feet, you know, grounded to the to the ground. And if you close down your eyes and just take a couple of deep breaths to begin. Just regular deep breaths. Now we're going to move into our breathing technique. We're going to start with an inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale, Hold. After your last round, when you're ready, you can come back to a normal 
breathing can let go of the cycle. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and come back to the room. Hmm. Thank you for that. That was a real treat. So that was just 90 seconds of, of cycling through those counts of four. Mm. Well, I think we better leave it here. Now I'm feeling really relaxed. I want to leave our listeners feeling relaxed too for the week. So if you have been feeling some overwhelmed, not just in wellbeing, in any area of your life, there's mirrors everywhere, isn't there? Please give this a try this week and let us know how you get on. And I hope that helps you sit in whatever messy or overwhelming, grey, uncomfortable situations you are in personally. And yeah, let us know how it goes. Thanks for being here today. See you next week. Bye. Before we finish up today, we would like to acknowledge the original custodians of the lands on which our podcast is created. The Ngāi people of Aotearoa, New Zealand, and the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation, Australia. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and to all our listeners who identify as Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander or Maori. We love connecting with you, our listeners, and talking about the topics that mean the most to you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Outside the Square Podcast and let us know what you want to hear more of. Until next week, keep stepping outside your square. It's hard. It's a yeah. hard. It's, you have to trust the structure, right? Yeah. Like you have to surrender to it. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard for those first few breaths. And yeah, I found it. I found it really challenging when I was first learning to do it. Mm. And once you've once you've mastered counts of four, you can actually increase it. So you can go up to counts of five or six, and mm. hold it and do the whole thing slower. Yeah. Um, I need to practice that. Let's give it a go this week, I think.